You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome back to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Also get us on YouTube.com slash Catholic Chicago. Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Teresi. Mark, that was a wonderful, invigorating first half discussion with Father Brad and Crystal. It was just inspiring. Uh, inspiring. And I hope young people heard her journey that she was not interested in faith or the church. But she there checked was the a- box atheist. Right. When she entered Lewis. Right. But look at, she talked about evangelization. She was invited, invited to a retreat just to be with herself and her thoughts. And and that invitation, whoever that person was that invited her, really understa- understands evangelization. And changed her life because yeah. she was then open to that person and the spirit. She in turn wants to pass it on took the position, changed the course of her whole life to invite others to where she once was. But again, it's a journey, it's a process. And in many ways, we are not human beings. We are human becomings, hopefully becoming something more in and with the Lord. And it was modeled on Pope Francis. If you look at his accompaniment, a theological approach, that's what, she, that's what her friend did. She accompanied her. Exactly. She didn't force her into anything. Invited and accompanied yeah. and took, and she took her or he took her where she was at. Exactly. And invited to the next step. Second half program, again, it'll be outstanding. Mm-hmm. As of late July, about 100,000 Ukrainian refugees have been admitted into the United States as a result of Russia's ongoing invasion and occupation of the Ukraine. Many of those refugees are here right in Chicago area. Recently, the Diaconate of Chicago partnered with St. Nicholas Cathedral School to assist some of those Ukrainian refugees' families. Joining us for this segment of the program are Deacon James Norman, vicar for the deacons in the Archdiocese of Chicago, back on this program by popular demand, and Deacon James Bonder, chairman of the Archdiaconate Council in the Archdiocese of Chicago, and Anna Cirilli, principal at the St. Nicholas Cathedral School in Chicago. Welcome to all of you. Good morning. Good morning. Good, morning. Good morning. Jim, you were on about three weeks ago. You're back on by popular demand. I'm back on by the generosity of the Diaconate Council and the outstanding work uh, being done by Anna at St. Nicholas Cathedral. And Anna, specifically, where is the cathedral located? In the heart of St. Uh, of Ukrainian Village. Excellent. And so, you've, been, you've been principal for how long? Exactly. The, oh, sorry. I've been the principal... For seven years. Mm. Seven years. Wow. And in your role, uh, Jim Sponder is chairman of the Diaconate Council. There's Dive Chicago. You've been in that position for how long, Jim? Well, for this position, just a few years. But I have uh, actually Deacon Jim uh, Norman and myself, we graduated or we were ordained in the same class. So we're about 10 years as a deacon. Beautiful. Are you class? Are you both class of 2012? 2013. 2013. Oh, you're classmates then. Right. Yes. Now, is this your diaconate assignment, both of you, th- these positions you're talking about, or do you connect with the parish? 
for myself, I am uh, uh, working at a parish, Mary Mother of Divine Grace, mm-hmm. in Westchester, Illinois, and I have a full-time job here, uh, but I also am uh, appointed as the uh, chairman of the executive board yeah. for the council. How about for you? And for me, my home parish, uh, I'm deacon at Our Lady of Sorrows Basilica on the west side of oh, Chicago. Sure. Sure. Um, recently, I'm serving as vicar for deacons beginning July and holding on to some of my responsibility as director of Vicariate Operations for Vicariate 6, which is a paid position with the Archdiocese of Chicago. And Anna, what is your background? Are you from Chicago originally, Anna? No, I grew up in northern Wisconsin. Wait, wait, okay, wait, 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 time out, wait, wait, wait. How far north? Wait, wait, You're going to ask the Anna, question. Anna, the, the, question. the question, the question, are you a Green Bay Packers fan? Well, honestly, it's sort, honestly. Of, hard to say, it's sort of hard to say no to that question. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this this discussion is over. We're going to go to a 20-minute break. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you for joining for us. For signing off. No, no, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> when you hear about her outstanding work, you will welcome her back, I'm sure. Though a Packer fan. <laughs> but that's a great segue. Uh, Anna, Anna, just joking. Now, for Anna, for you uh, as principal of school, what's happened since February with the Russian invasion of Ukraine has been beyond horrific. I mean, words can't describe the atrocities, the deaths. Now, I'm sure you've heard some of these stories from families and from children, so... Uh, where do you step in now with these refugees coming to our country and our city? Take it from there. Um, you know, at first we didn't really know how to help or what we were going to do. Um, and then, and then we realized that we could welcome, you know, one or two or 10 new students that were fleeing the war. Um, and then, then we found ourselves at the end of the school year at 75. Um, and through that journey, we found ways um, just brainstorming with the team. I really left it up to, to my team um, to come up with strategies and to, to put their heads together to try to decipher what needs we could help with right away. And so it was to welcome the students and show them that this was a safe and nurturing environment and that it was time to have some fun and try to forget about, you know, what they just left, um, which, which is hard to do. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, the community came together, we put together a wish list and we had a room that was just filled with toys and school supplies. So a student would come in, you know, crying and they're in a new environment and it's uncomfortable for them. And, we would walk them right up there and it would just sort of change the tone of the of the meeting with the for the first time and then we were able to continue on with like preparing them for our first day at St. Nick's um that got, that got to be overwhelming just in itself because we were um, doing that almost every day then wow for the rest of the school year um and those meetings would last about 3 hours or so because you wanted to get them fitted with with uh, school uniforms and make sure their backpack was full for the first day, Um, make sure they had a desk in the classroom. We, we ran out of desks. Um, So just, you know, every process we, we sort of like, sometimes we'd stumble and then we'd have to go back and reevaluate, well, how can we do this better for the next student? Um, You know, make sure that the desk is there right when they walk in, 
um, things like that. Typical, typical things that might happen in a school, but um, we were just sort of like running on autopilot by, uh, by maybe the 50th student. Um, so just Diana, you started sure that... one student, five students, 10, 20, 30, 50, 75. So all that you do along with the faculty administration, your day-to-day operation, all of a sudden with the outbreak of war and these families and children started arriving, all that you're doing, this got added on to already a full agenda. Now, Anna, just from visually you know, on YouTube, we can see you. It just you have you have a big heart. You can tell, and you also are carrying a heavy burden. Um, uh, two parts to that. The first part is so the deacons came in on August eighth and brought you ten thousand dollars to help support your work. How did that make you feel, and how are you dealing with the stress of this? Is something <laughs> that you couldn't have imagined would be part of your being a principal here. Yeah, I think that goes with what I said, like we're just kind of running on autopilot. There's a couple tears running down from my eyes, sorry. (laughs) I really um, tried to stay strong through this entire process, um, mostly for for my team, um, because I needed them to be strong when, um, you know, a student broke down because maybe their student, their parent, or uh, we had a situation like where a parent was going back to Ukraine to deliver supplies. And, um, you know, it was, it was terrifying for our teachers to hear, to hear stories directly from the students. And sometimes it was like, does this seven-year-old really know what they're talking about? Like, do they really realize what they're saying? And the teacher would have to step out and, you know, have a moment. Um, So I, I really, you know, myself, I was doing yoga at night and, and going to, you know, to our liturgies, um, in the morning, I, I, uh, the first, the day of the evasion, uh, was, was, it ha- started happening around 10 o'clock at night, our time, I, I want to say. And, um, in the middle of the night, early morning, my assistant principal and I were texting and like, what do we do? I think we need to go to church. Like, I think that's just like the first thing that we do is start mm-hmm. the day with prayer. Um, and that, and that's, really what got us through, got myself through is, you know, taking those moments to quiet down and, and focus on, um, hope and, and, and prayer and, and, you know, praying that, that everything will, that everything will just work out. Beautiful. We're going to take a little break. Thank Um, you for sharing that. Yes. Thank you so much. WNDZ Mm -hmm. 750 AM Catholic Chicago, Father Greg Sackwitz, Mark Teresa here, 3-1- Two two five five eight four zero eight, or you can go to youtube.com slash catholic chicago we'll be back in a few minutes talking continuing to talk about the beautiful work uh, at saint nicholas cathedral school anna cerilli and with our deacons james norman and james sponder and how when we come back how the deacons feel this is part of their mission in ministry we'll be back in a few minutes please stay tuned
We are hiring. Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago is looking for mission-driven individuals who want to help make a positive difference in the lives of people in need throughout Cook and Lake Counties. Be part of a diverse, talented team of professionals in the largest human services organization in the Midwest. We are dedicated to helping people chart a more stable, happier future for themselves, and we accompany anyone in need, regardless of faith, gender, race, or ethnicity. Competitive salaries and generous benefits add to the satisfaction you'll have every day, knowing that you're helping us amplify our impact in Chicago. To see our list of employment opportunities, visit catholiccharities.net. Welcome back. Es fabuloso verlos. Dobrze jest znowu być razem. It's good to be together again. After so many months apart, pandemic capacity limits have been lifted, and we want to welcome everyone back to church. We can all pray together again. And listen as our choirs lift their voices in song. We've been together in spirit. And now when you are ready, our doors are open wide. Nuestras puertas están abiertas de par en par. Nasze drzwi są otwarte. And we're here to welcome you back to Catholic Mass. At Catholic Charities, we want to remind you that we are here for anyone who is a victim of domestic violence or anyone who has a concern about someone they think may be a victim. Domestic violence affects millions of people each year, both women and men, of every race, religion, culture, and economic status. It includes physical, psychological, and emotional abuse inflicted in both subtle and overt ways. The impact on children can be devastating. If you or someone you know are victims of domestic violence and you are looking for a place for healing and recovery, call us at 773-935-3434 in Cook County and 224-430-4977 in Lake County. A safer, happier tomorrow can begin today. WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. Father Greg Sackwitz, Mark Teresi, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. You can also go to youtube.com slash Catholic Chicago. We're with Deacon James Norman, Deacon James Bonder, and we're Anna Sorelli, who's the principal at the St. Nicholas Cathedral School, having, I would say, extremely riveting, powerful conversation about the children you know, about how, how Anna is connected with the deacons, Deacon James Norman, vicar for deacons. How has this impacted you? 
Um, I described this to the deacons we met with earlier this week as just really a blessing to be a part of the diaconate of the Archdiocese of Chicago, a blessing to be able to visit St. Nicholas Cathedral, to meet Anna and see the work that her and, staff, her and her staff are doing. We also had the privilege to walk through uh, the cathedral and talk with the rector there uh, and, and learn more of what was happening. So just a blessing to be able to support their work, blessed by the generosity of the diaconate community. Along those same, very same lines, uh, Deacon James Fonder, how has this experience touched your life? Well, as soon as I uh, was there on Monday, and we toured the school and the church, I saw the faces of those children, mm -hmm. and I immediately said to myself, we've got to do more, us deacons, we've got to do more. I just wanted to write then and there. And so, um, very much so, I've been impacted. And um, uh, it, it's sad, though, that we have to do this as a, as a deacon, it's very sad under these circumstances, these these poor children just placed by this terrible tragedy, this war, um, and uh, so it's it's it saddens my heart. But I'm proud to be a deacon, knowing that I'm doing the work of the Lord in this way. Now, along those lines, Anna, you've been listening to a Deacon James and Deacon James tell their stories in terms of how they've been impacted by this. How can people in our Diocese of Chicago continue to help with Deacon James Norman, Deacon James Sponder. Um, what is a website they want to give some monetary? Because let me ask you, what are the needs right now of your school? I think, uh, so we, you know, we've done a lot in terms of like getting the school supplies and everything. Um, I, I constantly have people reach out about that. So that, that check marks, that box has been checked, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, you could say so, you know, really focusing on the tuition, which helps us support um, hiring new staff, uh, hiring additional staff, you know, uh, right now, we, we're, we're still just not really fully staffed uh, due to the teacher shortage due to the COVID, you know, the COVID pandemic aftermath. Um, we're still experiencing that. So, um and now the dynamic of, our, of our, our staff needs to change just a little, little where we need to have more translators on hand um, for situations where there might be a classroom that has almost, you know, 40% students that aren't speaking English. Wow. And um, wow. Ukrainian is a language where the alphabet is completely different. So the students are are starting from scratch and they're learning um, letters and, and learning how to read and write in English first. Um, so uh, it's, it's a, the tuition cost is basically what, what will help us the most. Now, where are these families being housed in your community? Have people taken them into their homes? It's a little bit of everything. Um, you know, we have some people sleeping on couches and air mattresses, and then others have been able to find an apartment. You know, a lot of these families are working families, so it's not like they're coming from nothing. So they maybe had something saved up. Um, maybe there's a family member back in Ukraine that's still doing some work, depending on what part of Ukraine they're from. Um, so 
um, it's a little bit of everything, but there are situations where, you know, they're, they're sleeping on air mattresses or on sleeping bags on the floor. Did you have a case where many of these families came over, but the, the uh, dads, the husbands have stayed back to fight the war? Yes. I mean, that's a majority. Wow. Wow. So these children come with their mothers and their dads are back home. Wow. Yes. Um, and, and, that, and, must, that, and that must break your heart. That's probably been one of the hardest things for us to navigate because, you know, children process trauma in different ways. And so for like an adolescent, like a teenage boy um, who really could be using the guidance from dad right now, you know, um, that's, that's, there's a void there. Uh, so so it we are seeing um, the trauma play out uh, in different ways, but um, we are having some difficulties managing um, and helping support the mom in managing mm-hmm. um, some behaviors. Well, James, uh, either James, but how can we continue to help? I think as Anna said, any direct support to St. Nicholas Cathedral, I think uh, sharing uh, the story and of the good work that they're doing there at the cathedral, um, supporting the diaconates uh, upcoming. We have our annual St. Francis dinner, uh, which is put on by the diaconate council. It's a primary fundraiser for us uh, here. Uh, it's October 4th, Jim, I believe yes. it is. Yes, I believe October it is. October 4th at uh, Elmcrest Banquet mm-hmm. Halls. Um, so support of that in your local parishes. If you'd like to buy a table or if you'd like to send a donation, we, you know that those monies pass on to those in need in the Chicagoland area. And what is like the website, Saint Jim? What's the, what's the Diakonate website for people to make a donation? Uh, you can go right more. to the Archdiocese website and then click uh, Diakonate Office. So, so, Archdi- so it's uh, archchicago.org. Yes. And, sl- and click on to the Diakonate Office. And, and Anna, what about... Uh, to our listeners, reaching out. You you said you're sh- you're short staffed. You need there is a teacher crisis a shortage. I don't mean to say it this way, but give a pitch to folks listening if they are a teacher and thinking about uh, possibly uh, a new beginning or, or or maybe a new teacher. How, why would they come to Saint Nicholas at this time? Well, I always, um, in an interview with a, te- with a new candidate, um, talk a lot about how great of a team we have. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something that I'm very proud of. Um, over the years, we've really built a strong team that works well together. They collaborate regularly. Um, they have fun together. It's, uh, it's a happy environment. Um, you know, with, with the, with the war, we, we, took on some stress, some outside stress, right? But they were still able to like work with each other and find ways to unwind um, to sort of like support each other through that. So um, it's it's a different environment than, than some schools um, where it's not, you know, I don't want to say rigid because we do have protocols that mm-hmm. we follow here and, right. and guidelines, but um, but it's just a little bit more of a small classroom, obviously, is is 
you know, the max size classroom is like 20, 22. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's always appealing to, to teachers. But the, the kids are good. I mean, they're relatively like really good. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I rarely have discipline issues. We don't have a dean of students. So mm -hmm. we're not dealing with those regular like tough situations. We, the kids are just really good and, and um, focused on becoming strong learners and excelling academically. And even socially, we saw the students come together and put together prayer vigils. Um, and they oh, did that all beautiful. on their own, leading hundreds of people together in prayer. Beautiful. Um, I don't think that would happen at every school. Mm -hmm. Anna, no, are you looking for, right. Anna, are you looking for just individuals who could be translators to help you day in and day out? Not, not to be a teacher, but just to be a translator for these children, would that benefit you? Yeah, like some supports in the classroom, like a, yes. a go between between the teacher and the students, so the so that the students constantly able to keep up and and to learn. Now um, again, what yeah. would be what would be a phone number they could learn more to maybe give you a phone call? Um, mm -hmm. The phone number to the school is seven seven three three eight four seven two four three. That number once again. Seven seven three three eight four seven two four three. We need to bring the program to a close. I want to thank in a very special way Deacon James Norman, the vicar for deacons in the Archdiocese of Chicago, Deacon James Fonder, chairman of the Diaconate Council in the Archdiocese of Chicago, and Anna Cirilli, principal at the St. Nicholas Cathedral School in Chicago. To all three of you, God bless you. Marvelous story. Our prayers are with you. Special thanks also to co-host Mark Teresi, our producer engineers, Michael May, Brian Hockey, Hitman Brock. To our listeners, God bless. Have a blessed weekend. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.